We're back. We have survived Valentine's Day weekend. We did. Which was Painted Lips and Lolly Licks, Amelie, a wedding, free movie screening of Princess Bride that was packed. Yeah, uh, followed by an equally, well, maybe not equally, but pretty busy family matinee of Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6, very well attended. So it was a yeah. It was a crazy weekend. Yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was. It never stopped. It just kept coming and coming. And the wedding in a good way. Yeah, the wedding. Some weddings are you know fifty people. This wedding was a packed house. This is the biggest wedding I've done at the Mayfair. Yeah, they weren't messing around, and no. and they had like a, a a multimedia show, and they had buses out, and and the 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 steadfast rule, as far as I understand it, is if you put your four ways on, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, because there was just a big bus, bus parked out front with the four ways going blocking Bank Street, and they're like, well. We had our four ways on. So. Nobody's gonna mess with that. It's a wedding. Like you're gonna, is, are you really as a bylaw officer gonna come and be like, "Excuse me, I realize that the bride is about to exit the building, but you're gonna have to park somewhere else." Yeah, we're towing your bus. <laughs> <laughs> Just towed. Just towed. <laughs> you get to walk to your next destination. So this is the Mayfair Theater Podcast episode five. 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 I almost said four. No, f- four was exciting. Four was love stinks. Yeah, yeah I don't know what this is. Title. You yeah. figured out how to put the subtitle on. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Yeah. Well, I knew how to do it. I just wasn't sure. Like, are we going to title these? or? I like titles. We might as well. Might as well. We're, yeah. cr- we're creative people, so. Well, we, we're, we're too far. We can, go, can you go back and, and just name them the Police Academy movies? Oh, yeah. I can, yeah. I can give them titles. <laughs> what, what, was pl- what was Police Academy 5? Uh, assignment... Miami Beach. Again, again, I'm <laughs> I offended think that was and shocked. One of the posters <laughs> you know at Mayfair Orleans, rest in peace. Yeah, I know seven is Mission to Moscow. Mm-hmm. So that'll be our next one. But uh, and that was after the Cold War, I guess it would have been. Yeah, I'm very curious what our numbers are. I can't help it because I know we started on Potomatic, but now we're spread over three um, systems. The old iTunes. We're hosted on Podomatic. Podomatic. And then we're, we're on um, iTunes, and we're on Stitcher, which is the, uh, the smartphone app. Right. Because we're getting a response. People keep on telling me they're saying listening nice and saying nice People things. People say nice things. I had... Like that, I don't even know, just nice things. You're famous no. now. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone come up. And it, it, it took me aback because I didn't know how to respond. And it was like a, a younger fella, early 20s. And he just said, he said, are you Josh? And I said, mm-hmm. yes. And he said, I'm a big fan. And I... Just because of the podcast. Well, I don't know. Like, or just like... <laughs> He's been watching you. Yeah. He's standing across <laughs> the street and every day you work. I'll look at my balcony and he'll be just standing out there in the rain with a rose. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But I, 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 I was taken aback that I couldn't specify because I thought... Theoretically, maybe he picked up a copy of Zonkies because mm-hmm. we sell those in the box office because I wrote a comic book and that's in the box office um, or the podcast or whatever. But so if I see him again, I got to be like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you? Um, and I sold two copies of Zonkies this weekend at family day screening nice. of Princess Bride to kids too young to read Zonkies, but they're, they're... With, they with their parents and the dad said, oh, I'll let you know what he thinks. And I was like, you know, it's not like X rated or anything, but it's. Pretty violent. I can't tell you how many times parents come through and they're like, look, mommy's on keys. And their yeah. parents are like, yeah, look keep away. Going, There's going. blood on that cover. Yeah. Or they but, think it's a movie. They do think yeah. it's a movie. They think it's a movie poster. Even though it's 
clearly a comic book. Like you can see the pages <laughs> in the window. But but yeah, so I have been I've been told I have a fan. I think somebody recognized or somebody in the box office while Mel was in the box office said they listened. A few people have come through and I guess they're just trying to put a name to a face kind of thing. Yeah. So it's sort of like, are you are you part of the podcast? Yeah. And then I get some, I don't know. And we never heard back nice from things. our from our first angry email. Hater? No. Which I really wanted to. I wanted either another angry email or or a hey oh, we're all friends I, now. I did. I see. I I was the only one at the. Well, I mean, you guys weren't at the sexy film festival. No. no. But we did get uh, we did get an angry person at the end Ooh. of the night. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Well, what did they say? See, I didn't. I didn't watch the program because I was busy working. But yeah. I know that it ran the gamut from like kind of innocent romantic stuff, cute sexy stuff, and then towards the end there was some seemingly disturbing, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of snuff, fake snuff kind of stuff. So did it? Did it trick the person? Well, I you know when people were clearing out, one guy getting up from his seat, had said, I can't believe... I, I don't know wh- which one he was talking about specifically, but there were there were a series of short films at the end that were from the same filmmaker, and they looked very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, and he, he had said to me, I can't believe you showed that. You can't show that in Canada. Wow. That was real, oh. what I just Whoa. saw. Interesting. And I didn't, I didn't see it, but I, I tried to kind of reassure him going like... Uh, it's not. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was simulated. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he was he was quite uh, interested. That's interesting. I, I wanted... and other people were offended, but more kind of like like yeah, that was disgusting. But oh well, like just a movie. Yeah. I wanted to stick. I I, I came. I worked that day. Stuck around to watch Emily. Mm-hmm. But helped out. My my uh, in laws, soon to someday in laws will were in town, and every time they're in town from out east. We're playing something that that I don't want to sit beside <laughs> in laws to watch, but Emily's fairly okay. I, I mean, Emily's one of my favorite movies, but even in Emily, there's like some some cute sex scenes, some refer- and even those I kind of sat in my chair a bit and was like, Ugh. so we weren't sticking around to watch Painted Lips with the in laws. And my my younger brother came to see Painted Lips and he was teasing me and he's like, oh what, you're not sticking around? You don't want to watch this? <laughs> like, but uh, it is it's one of those things that no matter. How much we advertise it, and it's on the poster, and it's it's clearly it that it says R. even if it just says erotica or something, you would think that kind of gets through to people that it, it might have something. The one thing, and this, well, this, I guess that most people they just expect you know TNA, right? This skipped my mind until like the other day, someone came to buy a ticket for Painted Lips, and we were chatting, and she said something about advertising and it, it, it just kind of went over it skipped my mind then I'm not sure if I'm getting this right I, I got double check either at the same time or in the near future our friends over at the Bytown are hosting an advertising festival mm. and my brain went oh no oh my god did that lady come to the Mayfair thinking she oh. was seeing oh, the advertising no. festival and buy a ticket to gee <laughs> advertising's really gone downhill <laughs> yeah so, Sex sells, you guys. I got to double check that on the on on the uh, on the Bytown site, but it, it hit my brain. It was one of those things. Like two days later, just thinking about something completely different, my brain went, "Holy cow! Did that woman come in thinking she was watching like a bunch of advertisements, and then you know, two or three shorts in, go, wait a minute, what am I watching? Because that 
It happens all the time, and I'm sure it happens vice versa, where people walk into our theater thinking they're going to the Bytown, and, does, I, and I'm sure it? it happens vice versa. But yeah, that's but it, it happens even with uh, with Birdman. Uh, somebody came out and was like, "Oh, I don't like this," and got their money back. Mm-hmm. So it happens with everything. It happens like something with with even uh, you know Princess Bride is a, a a classic. It's an amazing movie, but. Because we screened it, because the, the, the host of it picked the movie and, and we were screening it at one o'clock on family day, I counted four separate little ones leaving crying. Yeah, it's too much for some kids. And, and the parents were cool and I kind of, it was like smirking and chatting with them. And I was like, I said, oh, I hope they're not scarred for life and they'll come back and see, you know, Spongebob if we get that or something. Yeah. But it, it's tough because some... Some kids, some adults, and whatever will will be fine, but that poor kid—I don't know what scene it was—but there was three or four different kids who left Princess Bride scared. So yeah, depending on the kids, sometimes it's just loud noises. Sometimes yeah. it's scary things that are happening, or there's a bad guy. Well, the poor know. little guy was standing in our little bitty lobby with his fingers in his ears, so he wouldn't hear the scary thing. As his mom was like getting him ready to go, and his mom oh. was trying to like say, "It's okay, it's just sounds, it's just the movie," but. So it doesn't have to be, you know, painted lips. Some Somebody will leave anything. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone will be offended by... Well, we've shown a couple of, like, legit Oscar-type movies in the last little, wa- in the last little while. And, um, oh, you sound better when you lean in. <laughs> I, I was leaning back. I was getting relaxed. Uh, we've shown a couple of Oscar-type movies in the last little while, and people left. Oh, um... When we were playing 12 Years a Slave... Yes. Oh, yes. A, so a year a ago. gentleman... Left the movie very upset with us, uh, with us, and mm-hmm. with the fact that we played it like yeah. as though it was some sort of propaganda. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. We were that never know, happened. Touting. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and I mean, well, what did he say exactly? Like, you, we should be ashamed. We for should showing be ashamed that. for showing it, and like, I'm gonna say, he was an older white gentleman. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, I, I, he's bound he to be dressed like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, so, you know, but the fact that he was pissed at me for, yeah. and, and then the movie theater for, for even just playing yeah. it, for thinking of playing it, well, and for it, going through with it was like... It's like, it's pretty clear that the moral of the story of 12 Years a Slave is that the guy who owned the slaves was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's like, well, it, it was, it was the Scorsese film. But he, uh, he left before the story wrapped up, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't yeah, yeah, even yeah. know where it went. That was the other, and so it, again, it wasn't recent, a little while ago, but it was um, Wolf of Wall Street. I remember people leaving that yeah. offended. Mm-hmm. And I remember Scorsese on, on like Letterman or something, telling a story about that, about people being offended. And it's like, well, if you watch the whole movie, <laughs> like of, of those, you will see that the moral of the story is that this is not a guy that is your role model. This is a bad guy. Yeah. And whether he gets away with it or not... Clearly, the movie is showing that he like betrays his friends, his wife. He's a horrible person. You're made uncomfortable there by characters. You're probably supposed yeah. to mm-hmm. feel yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. But especially with with award caliber movies, that's always people. I don't know. They, to this day, I think people assume all, not everybody, that award caliber movies are warm and fuzzy. Yeah, or Casablanca, Wizard of Oz. I mean, I, that is sort of the status quo. But some yeah. of them push the boundaries. Yeah. As we were talking about this last episode, I believe. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, so speaking of, we have the Oscars this weekend, yeah. hosting the Oscars at the Mayfair, which is a, 
I think we've done every year. Did we miss the first year? I can't remember. But six or seven years we've been doing this. I wasn't around. And uh, so basically the routine is, is this year, because we have a bit more extra time, we'll actually be opening up the doors at around 7 o'clock so you can come in and watch the, the red carpet stuff. And then the show starts at 8, I, th- I believe, 8 o'clock. And then it's a very different experience because there's commercials, so people can go and have a smoke chat mingle a little bit without a hangout yeah and it's like the only time where you can have your phone on and be live texting or live chatting because without upsetting any other major patrons and or employees yeah exactly yeah yeah and so this year we have as in previous years we'll have beer for sale this year we'll have pierogies from our friends across the street at targ which are delicious which are the best (laughs) and uh and they have gonna Sorry. Oh, and then uh, cookies. cookies. Yeah, we're going to have Oscar's cookies from Auntie Liz Treats. We're probably going to have some pizza also yeah. um, as just a food item to, to have if you're not a pierogies fan, I guess. If you're not a pierogies fan, you're not welcome here. <laughs> um, and At, we'll, Along with the regular popcorn and stuff, we'll have yeah. wine and champagne too. Yeah. Um, Club Saw is sponsoring our liquor license once again. So thanks to them for helping us. And we'll be doing the uh, the ballot thing where before the show starts, you'll have an hour if you get here early, fill out who you think's going to win, and whoever gets the most right will win some Mayfair passes or some prizes or some stuff. And it's... The Golden Globes was fascinating because the winner was like 55%. Yeah. Like, like if everybody got Golden Globes wrong. So we'll see how the Oscars rolls around. Yeah, if you need either one of us, we're going to be at the back uh, in the lobby... Highlighting, Highlighting like crazy. Because <laughs> we don't have a... We haven't figured out a smarter mathematical way to do it except for going through 325 ballots with a Sharpie. We don't have computers. Highlighter and just going through... Yeah, we need like an old-timey like Star Trek 66 computer yeah. that's about eight feet tall that we just put it in and it goes like... Yeah, a Commodore. Yeah, it goes like... Duka, 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 duka. <laughs> but it's... um Scantron. This year we have both... Like, leading into and afterwards, we'll have Oscar movies, which is cool, mm-hmm. uh, so people can catch up on them. Uh, like, so right now, it's it's some heavy stuff, but right now we have Whiplash, and then the week coming up, we have Still Alice and Wild. 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 Inherent Vice, also. Inherent Vice. And we had Big Hero 6, so we even had some kid-friendly Oscar-type movies in here. But it's, I still haven't, I've, I've been putting it off, but... It, I don't know. I don't know if we have it like back to back in the week coming up, but I just have to watch Wild and Still Alice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on on the twenty seventh, starting on Friday the twenty seventh, we have two days, one night, which is oh yeah. Uh, Marion Cotillard is nominated Cotillard. for Best Actress. Another heavy movie. Yeah. <laughs> Another. Yeah. And she was not. Yeah. So this is her. Yeah, we're not really proving. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our point <laughs> here. Point. No, no. There's a uh, Lego movie's nominated for Best Song. That's a fun movie. I better win. What's the latest Best Picture nominee this year? Everything's kind of... Ooh. Everything's um, just dark. Like, over in animation, there's Big Hero 6 and How to Train Your Dragon 2. Well, Boyhood. Well, Boyhood, Boyhood, yeah. Boyhood's got some heavy moments, but... Yeah. So does life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um... It's funny. I, I always laugh at, like... There's always the, the top ten list... And there's always the who should have been left off list and who, whatever. But, like, they have, like, Vegas, you can you can bet, you can place odds. And who's, 
And everybody has, like, who oh, they... Oh, man, you can put money on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And so, I like, say, for example, if I'm remembering correctly, but it's, like, like Boyhood is odds for picture. Michael Keaton is for actor. Mm-hmm. Julianne Moore is actress, um, et cetera. So, J.K. Like, Simmons, I think. Supporting actor. For supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. I think so, it's going to win screenplay, too, original screenplay. Yeah. For my money. That's often, like, the... the the fallback prize. You didn't win Best Picture, but we'll give you screenplay or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that's happened in the past with stuff like... Uh, the one I always remember is Pulp Fiction versus Forrest Gump. Forrest yeah. Gump got Best Picture, but you got... Best. So you, you still are going home with a trophy, and everybody thinks you probably should have got the other trophy. Um, but it's kind of like a, a runner-up prize. And they say you'll be back to win again sometime in the future, mm-hmm. which happened for Quentin. Um and la- last night I came to see R100, one of the more independent type things, movies that we screen. Mm-hmm. And it, it falls under my, my long-running steadfast belief that I love Asian cinema and it's all crazy. It's all weird. I don't know what, like, if an Asian film fan would watch Inherent Vice or something weird like that and go like, oh, Americans are crazy. But... R1, I really liked R100. I liked it more than I thought I would, but it's it's nuts. And it was like live-action anime. And in the trailers before it, like it was um, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which we have coming up, yeah. and Babadook, which we've been talking about like every episode. But it's, it was a different trailer. It was a different trailer than I see before. And I was just like... My brain can't get oh, it's, the Babadook. That's it's all good. I'm thinking about. We, we were talking about... Mel and my girlfriend were joking about having a... a <laughs> A day keep, drinking day, day drinking and keep on all the lights. Yeah. <laughs> Advertise it as like a sissy screening of Babadook. Sissy screening of Babadook. Take a few shots to give you some liquid courage and then <laughs> sit through it with all the lights we'll on. Leave, we'll leave all the lights in the theater on. <laughs> Bring kind of like, like those those mommy screenings. Yeah. 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 Just for scaredy cats. Yeah. It'll be a scaredy cat. Oh, a friend of ours is likely going to make the trip from Montreal to see Babadook. Mm. And he does it on, on occasion. He came to see, a while back we did Alien and Aliens, and he was one of our supporters back for our um, uh, fundraiser for, for uh, our projector. So he donated some original art and actually made us a nice little chunk of money. But he might come for Babadook. And I'm like, if he comes from Montreal, then Gwen has to come and see the movie. because, yeah. And she'll be terrified because back when we were just dating... She would come see horror movies with me, but now she doesn't have to, like, pretend to like me anymore, <laughs> so she doesn't have to come see these horrible movies. Because back in the day, we came to see um, Blair Witch Project. Mm, nice. Which is one of, which is a, a divider. Not everyone loves that movie. I love that movie. And I introduced the movie, and it was a good crowd, like, over 100 people, and, like, half the people hadn't seen it before. And she hadn't seen it before, mm. and she was terrified, and like broke my arm holding on to things. So at Baba Duke, which looks way more scary and looks to actually have a monster in it, and looks you know isn't black and white shaky cam. Yeah, it might not go well. Yeah. <laughs> it might not. We might have to clean the seats. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it because it's it's uh, anytime. I love that it's a. Not that this is the only reason to see it, but it's cool that it's a, a female director. Mm-hmm. And, and Australian. Australian yeah. female director. and Because uh, it's always, sadly, a, a minimalist profession for, for, for women. For the ladies, yeah. It's, it's few and far in between, so it's kind of a neat... Um, on top of it being independent and Australian, 
and I'm sure smallish budget. It's also got a, a woman at the helm, and it's it's uh, been winning a lot of awards, even from I think the kind of non horror geeky festivals getting a lot of praise. Lasted a while, so I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to scare me to death. <laughs> but I like being scared in movies. Yeah, and and. Then Girl Walks Home Alone at night. Also a female director. Yeah, there you go. Iranian. Iranian, Iranian yeah. Iranian female director. I forget what it was, but I was chatting with Mel about it a little while ago. There was somebody interested in kind of hosting kind of like a female-centered uh, nights, the way we have oh, hosts yeah. for... Whether, whether, whether it's something lighter, like way, uh, a few years back we had a cake documentary and Auntie Luz hosted it, and we did kind of like a cross-promotion where she gave us a whole bunch of little cupcakes and we advertised her and she advertised us. That's awesome. So that's really cool. So there was like a group that wanted, was curious if we were if we could book any kind of female-centered films. I think she wanted to raise awareness about rape culture. Right. Um, so but, she wanted to pick a movie that was like yeah. up that kind of alley. So we showed R100. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. But right now it's like we're on this roll of like, whether it's like Still Alice, Wild... Babadook, Girl Walks Home, like a lot of, yeah. lot of, leading ladies and lady directors. Yeah, pretty, and, pretty sweet. And I don't know whether this is right. I, I always call it girl power, which I don't think is the right oh, thing no, to say. Totally girl power. Is it it's okay fine. to say girl power? Well, that's very nineties. It is. <laughs> but I like the Spice Girls, so I don't. Like, I don't know if, if you said. I don't girl know. Feminism is a scary word for a lot of people, so yeah. If you start throwing that around, girl power is. I think. Is that okay? <laughs> girl power is more like superficial pop music kind of. Yeah. Was, wait, oh man, we need someone to come and rent the theater to play Spice World for us. Oh man, uh, I had a friend who was interested in doing that for, I think it was for International Women's Day a few oh years my God. back. That's a great idea. They wanted to rent the theater. <laughs> they wanted to set women back. They oh get God. a fundraiser for, uh, I think, a women's shelter in Ottawa. Okay. And, and then play, yeah. Do it. <laughs> play Spice World. I think people would actually come see it. It's, it's one of those things that's, that's so... It's that line between like modern cult classic or programming something that would make people go, why are you programming that? I love how bad it is. I would totally come watch it because it is so bad. Because like like something like like the aforementioned Blair Witch Project, we did really well screening that. Um, Scott Pilgrim, we did really well screening that. But then every once in a while we'll screen something like um, Goonies or Hook and nobody comes. Nobody came to see Hook. I wonder why. And then after (laughs) Good. <laughs> Mel loves Hook. I watched it and quoted it the whole time, but nobody came to see it because I don't even know. And then after that, everybody was like, "Why don't you guys screen Hook?" And it was yeah. like, "Where were you when we did, guys? Where well, were that, you when?" Was we this did? after Robin Williams died? No, or um, before. No, it was like no, but 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 oh, people right, were yeah, yeah, yeah. us screening Hook and Robin Williams dying yeah. in that zone. People were asking why we would never screen Hook, and it was like, "Well, we did." And he didn't come. Oh. Didn't and now Robin Williams is dead. Yeah. So oh, you did it. I was just going to say, there's some horrible joke in here about poor Robin Williams, but I think it's inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> but but it, it, it's the tough thing, and, I, and, I, and I've heard similar things from folks who are in um, like local bands or having some event where the illusion of Facebook and Twitter is... Everybody gets excited on the internet. Yeah, and at its best, it's a great communication tool, and you, and you can... Tell people like, oh, this is when our box office opens. Oh, yes, we're gonna get that film, and 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 Facebook is just like a free website where you can plug everything. But at its worst, it's it's you get two hundred people giving it the yes, I'm attending, and you know st- up. stuff comes up in real life. But then when ten people show up, you're like, 
190 of you had something else to do. What? You lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes the harsh reality of people say, why don't you show this kind of genre movie? And you're like, well, because a couple because hundred people... this group did not put their money yeah. where their mouth is. Yeah. Because like people routinely showed up for Whiplash or Big Hero 6 or whatever, but didn't show up for Hook. Yeah. So no more 90s children's movies for you. <laughs> yeah. But you like Hook because... I'm the exact right age to love Goonies, and you're the exact right age to I, love Hook. My brother and I watched yeah. it. I mean, the tape would end. We would stick it in the rewinding machine yeah. and start all over again. <laughs> I, I saw it at the St. Laurent cinema when I was a kid. Yeah. After going to visit Santa Claus. So. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I saw it, and I was it, was... it was the first Spielberg movie I didn't love. And I didn't hate it. A lot of people didn't love it. But I swear... I don't know how old I was, like 14 or 15... But I swear I walked out and it was like a, a, a voiceover moment of being like, and then I realized maybe I was growing up. Oh, like, it was, Meanwhile, but, my brother and I were yeah. like, bang, ring! <laughs> and it made me sad. I was like, oh no, I didn't like a Spielberg movie. Because <laughs> oh. I mean, then, like, I, I got Spielberg at his peak, right? Because I, I was watching yeah. E.T. And, and Close Encounters and Raiders. I wasn't watching uh, 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 Horse, Wh- not Horse Whisperer. What did he direct? Horse Soldier, Horse... War horse. Oh. Horse cop. Horse, horse cop. I'm, I'm thinking Indian in the Cupboard, which is not at that's, all no, the same No, that's another movie. Yeah. That's but, an awful movie. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's a tough sell, these kind of... So it, it is nice when, when somebody else rents the theater and shows something, like Princess Bride, and a bunch of people come. Yeah. It's like, cool, do that again. <laughs> do, come anytime you want to do a, uh, a private screening like that. Well, but a lot of the time for things like like Princess Bride, Tracy Arnett was raising money for... Yes. A, it was a fundraiser. So yeah. sometimes people rent out the theater for a movie like that, make it a fundraiser. Yeah. A thousand times more people come. Oh, yeah. Than if it was just us. Or they'll, they'll buy a ticket you know? just to give money, but money they won't show the, up. Exactly. They'll just donate to it. Yeah. yeah. That was something I... I I got a little bit of respect for Kevin Smith. I was listening to an interview where he said he gets all the screeners all the time because... Uh, I guess he's in the director's guild or whatever, so every time Oscar season rolls around or whatever, he gets like a thousand free DVDs to watch because he actually can vote. And he said if he sees a movie he really loves because he's a bit of a shut-in, he will go online and buy a ticket for it and then just not go. Or buy the Blu-ray and he has a shelf filled with with still-wrapped DVDs because he just wants to give it a little couple bucks. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Just to support the cause. Yeah, because it's like, I I feel that way because like, here, like, I feel like we're, we're doing our bit by just booking the movie, but uh, I buy fewer Blu-rays or DVDs than ever, but I will get, whether it's a big movie like Guardians of the Galaxy or a little independent movie, I will pick it up on, especially now that Blu-rays are like $10, yeah. that they're giving them away, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know what our next, because, like, we have more more kind of mainstream Oscar stuff on the horizon, Hopefully some more kids stuff, especially thanks to Big Hero 6 doing so well. Yeah. And and it's it's interesting. I, I keep on thinking we we could, like, it would be effort, but do one of those, like, we're just taking your postal code because we're curious where you're coming from. Mm. But I think, like, sometimes I think our audience is, like, 75% neighborhood. That seems high, but I don't know. Like, yeah. Like There's ha- a lot of center towners too. Yeah, like I don't yeah. think it's necessarily immediate neighborhood. There's yeah. a lot of downtowners, but there are some folks who come from pretty far away. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like we're seeing a lot more new faces 
There's always new faces. Yeah. Even on days where we're not too busy, I hear people coming in like, oh, I've never been here before. Yeah, Yeah. this is our first time. It's a learning experience. There's a guy who came in last night. He's like, I've lived in Ottawa all my life, and I've just never come in here. Yeah, which is crazy to me, because I've, like, lived here since I was... 13. It's crazy, but it's also one of my favorite things to hear because this means that it's their first time visiting and, and yeah. I don't know, we can try to make it special. And I think when people realize that we we show Baba Duke, but we also show Big Hero 6 and we also show Still Alice, that they see that, because there's still, just the other day I overheard somebody, it was really recently, I was in a restaurant or something and somebody went, oh Mayfair, they show all those weird old cult movies. Yeah. Which is there is still that impression. Kind of true, but more Not and more. Not as much anymore. No, like you, you look at. I went back out of curiosity and looked at our our calendar because it's still online. If you look on our website, from like January twenty fourteen to December twenty fourteen, and yes, there still is your you know Tommy Wiseau in the room, and there still is it's a wonderful life. And um, we're still gonna play uh, Die Hard, The Exorcist, and The Shining. Exactly. Yeah. So there still was total like kind of fun, weird stuff, but the most part, more and more, it's Ottawa premieres, it's kind of mainstream, second-run stuff. Stuff that people request. Yeah. He will pretty much put it on the, his yeah. list and keep his eyes peeled. Yeah, Film Fest stuff. Uh, it, it, so it's more and more of that type of thing, and, and I see more of a, a, a family crowd and an older crowd, for, for especially our matinees, if we have the right matinee playing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get a nice crowd out for that. But it's interesting to see the kind of evolution of the Mayfair and programming. And a lot of it wasn't planned. A lot of it is just kind of what we get. And then a lot of it is what skews with our public. And uh, like The Room, just when we were thinking like, oh, maybe The Room is kind of calming down. And then the last time we played The Room... It was a million like, people came. A million yeah. people there came. There were so many spoons. It was so weird. It was like, <laughs> how did, why are how you all here? How did we go here? from like 20 to 100 and some? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that just like a mathematical fluke? <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe they needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> so they got to come. We'll see next time. We'll see the next time. Next time we screen it now. But Which is coming up, I think. The 28th of February? Yeah. Yeah. So there's Rocky Horror this weekend. Yeah, this Saturday at 11.45. With the absent friend Shadowcast. This is another big weekend. Yeah. Rocky Horror, the Oscars. There's two birthday parties on Sunday. <laughs> still Alice, which is uh, still doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. The birthday parties are always fun. Depending, there, there was a, did we talk about the birthday party, about the surprise party, when the guy came and didn't know what was going on? I don't think we have. I don't think so. Excuse me if I told this story already, but we uh, we were working, Mel and I were working, and I knew it was a surprise party. the clue one? The clue one. Uh, I don't think we talked about this. I Instagrammed it. So some, some I don't know if it was wife or girlfriend. Super girlfriend. Super girlfriend. And she's never going to, like, he better buy her something nice, but it was <laughs> it was like a 20-part a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And we she were only... running... Yeah. We, we were... Clue number 12? Yeah. So there Stop was, number 12. They had like dinner and I don't even know what afterwards. Yeah. And so he came in and watched Ghostbusters, but he walked in the door with three or four of his friends, didn't know what was going to happen. And his instructions were to come see us at Candy Bar for his next clue. Yeah. To buy, uh, sorry, to buy a popcorn and a drink and then also get his clue. Get his clue. So that's pretty cool. And, and so like. then they watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes people play like video games on the big screen or stuff like that. People are getting more ambitious with weddings. 
and and doing like a slideshow or doing like a, a montage doing that kind of that sort yeah. of thing um most people don't mind that we have an alien up in the corner there's still people who don't see that damn alien or, or the martin cove uh, <laughs> karate kid uh, cut out he is so yeah. they're kind of like oh okay, or they think the han solo in carbonite is terry fox terry fox yeah. i love that I'm so sad that the Martin Cove thing is sun damaged because it's just mm-hmm. like a it's like a well it, it, it that was given to Lee yeah. the programmer yeah because I guess Martin Cove had it sitting <laughs> at his yeah. house against home. the window <laughs> to scare people away yeah this is what Lee says but is it but it's funny I I um I don't know why somebody asked about it on Twitter and I I looked up on Google and I found like I, I typed in like the character's name Standy um, Dojo Karate Kid. And there's, a, I found a photo of. No, we should print it out and see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have like a little, like a little, like, like. This is what he should look yeah, like. Yeah, museum thing. But it was, it was Ralph Macchio front and center, and in the background over his shoulder, you could see that standee. Oh man! And that's all it was. Was in the context of the movie, it was the the evil villain had a dojo where he's teaching kids karate, and that was in the background. Yeah, that was his like promotional. Yeah. Photograph. Yeah, and and then he. I don't know, stole it from the set and yeah. brought it home. Well, set design is pretty crazy, so they have to cover all of those things, which is yeah. super interesting to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I always, I'm always fascinated about how in the good old days, no one collected anything. And, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they, they stuck their baseball cards in the spokes of their bike tires, and they... they Idiots. Yeah, well, they just fools. have a lot. <laughs> yeah. no. But now, they, now, now we keep everything. Um... But back then, stuff was, especially animation cells. My, that's my, uh, animation cells, they would take them, and they didn't, you know, so they would take the Fantasia animation cell, take a sponge, clean it off, and go, there's a fresh cell we can paint on again. And nowadays, those are worth tens of thousands of dollars if they still exist. But now, like, I, I love hearing stories of, of actors on sets, like, either stealing or kind of, like, half asking stealing and taking stuff I'm like oh yeah i ended up with all of this stuff that yeah. i just brought home you know because... robert blake the the uh the actor from beretta who was a, yeah accused of murdering his wife and then yeah. got off there's this crazy video of him in his crazy apartment yeah like he i guess a couple of guys were like oh we'll do a video where we interview him at, at his house yeah and he's got, he's got this like crazy apartment where he's like writing things on the wall well like a beautiful mind it's no, like kind of like a crazy, like, <laughs> but he's kept everything. Like Helter Skelter. Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, well, just like he's like writing poems on it. Like here's oh, a poem God. I wrote. And I wrote it on my wall. Yeah. Um, but he's he kept everything. He's like this is a he has a Lone Ranger radio, little toy uh, Lone Ranger radio. He's like you know you know how it was a big deal to have those back yeah. in the day. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, oh, this watch I stole it from Humphrey Bogart. Because he's uh, in Treasure, as a little, he was a child actor, and he's yeah. in Treasure this year, Madre. He pulls yeah. out this watch. He's like, yeah, I stole this from Humphrey Bogart's dressing room. God. <laughs> he could well, sell And then that. I met Lauren Bacall, like, years later, and she's like, oh, yeah, I gave him that watch. Whoa. Man. <laughs> you would think, I don't think he's, you would think that would be auctioned by now. You think he would have, like, a big auction and sell it all off for... Yeah, to pay for his attorney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. Well, it's like, around, what do we have? We have a lot of photos around the Mayfair. And then we have yeah. um, a lot of toys at Candy Bar. Don't we? We have a shot glass that supposedly is actually a shot glass from, from Raiders. Raiders? 
Do you think uh, so? I don't think that it is in the building. It went away? It was part of Deco when yeah. we had the Mayfair in Orleans. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think Lee keeps them at home, but we'll bring them here for like when we do the barbecue in the summer. Right. It seems safer. Um, yeah, <laughs> seems. yeah. But I, I don't know... I don't know the story. Well, we used to have the, the the seashells from Demolition Man. They are. Yeah. We still have. Them. Oh, we still have yeah. them. Well, in the men's room, there's there's that instructional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's that diagram of basically in Demolition Man, you're supposed to wipe your ass with seashells and not toilet right. paper. Yeah. And we have that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the ladies would get offended if I put the seashells in the ladies' room? They, they, I is... wonder if they get offended by the fact that there's a uh, painting of. Uh, Burt Reynolds on the door saying he wants to have your baby. <laughs> Most of the time, people just it confuses people. Like, like oh, they think a, it's the men's there's room. There's a guy there. Okay, I gotta go on the other side. Oh wait, there's urinals here. Where do I yeah. go pee? There's been much conversation about how to make the ladies' room cooler. There are we know no we need to put we need to room. put like a, a Lonnie Anderson painting like yeah. on the <laughs> men's room or something. Yeah. Balance it out. But it's like I don't know whether like I don't want to make it all like girly sissy or like say hey, here's a sex in the city poster i'm gonna be super offensive but yeah. my vision for the ladies washroom is literally the elevator in the shining like oh yeah if i'm gonna decorate yeah. you know movie theme for the ladies washroom yeah that just go all out you wanted to do didn't you want to do like a, a tampon the motif shedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes the shedding the shedding uh but i think it'd be too much for yeah, I'd be like Carrie, um, the, the beginning of Carrie. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So that's related uh, just, to like, movies. stand in the washroom like that. Well, because even like my brother, I don't know where he got it. I forget if it's on tin or on wood, but he, he sent me a photo of, it's a, uh, a Marx Brothers poster. And he said, do you guys want this? And it's always tough because like, you know, we, we can't take too much. But that I looked at and was like, yeah, I think that will fit in the, like the hallway to the men's washroom yeah. without being too cluttery. But then I was, I was like, yeah, like, is even one of our one of our regular customers. She was joking around with me, and she was like, "I just found out that in the men's washroom there's this and this and this, and this yeah, and we have nothing, and I want something cool into the in the in the ladies' washroom mm-hmm. now." Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody has any ideas that don't involve covering the room in blood. <laughs> we need to um, even just taking. Yeah, we must have some cool like posters or things or something. A couple of the the autograph photos that we have up that would be more like. Female themed. I don't know. I don't know. Billy Dee Williams. Ladies love Billy Dee Williams, right? <laughs> I'm thinking hard, and I'm thinking outside of like potpourri and uh, yeah, you know, a little bit. Potpourri is overrated. Fancy, so. Do, do women really like? Do, do they really like potpourri, or do men just think they it's like potpourri? It's a dust collector. It's a dust collector in my in my world. I know. Like I was at in New York City at Radio City Music Hall, and they had. The coolest washrooms you've ever seen. And they were they were old school. Like, they were made in, like, you know, 1920 or something. So all just, like, cool tile and couches inside. Okay, so, but this y- yeah. office that we're sitting in right now used yeah. to be the sitting room for the ladies' washroom. Oh, my God. I, I got a phone call from a woman one day, and she said, Do you guys still have those lovely settee couches in the ladies' room? And I'm thinking, like, okay, where exactly in our current ladies' room? Yeah. And she was like... She explained to me that like this was open and this was a sitting room for the ladies' washroom. Wow, that it makes was, like, sense. Fancy. Yeah, that's a lot of space. So like yeah. where we're sitting now would have been like the room to hang out and powder your nose and. And then you know, there whatever. wouldn't have been those like two steps down. It would have been a door right beside like where is the candy bar now? Probably. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. Because even the lobby was different. Yeah. If you look at the photos, and there's a book called A Theater Near You. We have a copy. Um, but yeah. There's photos of the lobby that every, where everything looks different. But this is back in the day where they gave out dishes as like an incentive for, to get people out to yeah. the theater. Yeah. I yeah. dropped a quarter in the um, box office the other day, and I couldn't find it for the life of me. Mm. And like three hours later, I noticed the the floor. You could pull it up a little bit on the side, the carpet. And I looked under, and there was the corridor. But I also think there might be treasure or maybe a skeleton There's, down there. there it it looked like the part of the movie where you pull it up yeah. and find the, the Goonies the treasure map to, <laughs> yeah, to go on a thing. But, but it's interesting. I always forget that... Well, the box office used to be... Yeah. In the middle. In the middle. Where those doors are that we never open. And the candy bar was non-existent. That was a corner store. Somebody told me it was also an ice cream parlor at one point oh. in time. And I think back in those days... So where was the candy bar? There was no such thing. No. And this is what I uh, constantly ponder like no on. Popcorn? I wonder if they had a popcorn cart. I think because they Because yeah. they yeah. didn't have an office. Maybe the, like, manager hung but out But they certainly the had room for women to powder their nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that took priority over popcorn. I think they might have, like shipped in stale popcorn and then they had like a girl in one of those cool old-timey cigarette girl outfits yeah. like pushing a cart around mm-hmm. I think that's what, or did those carts actually For, pop popcorn well they had there are carts I think even popcorn has like an old-timey situation yeah. like this that yeah. you can plug it in but it also has wheels so you can cart it around yeah so maybe you plug it in pop as much as you can then do to do around the theater and then bring yeah. it back to I don't know where it lives but yeah. I don't know. Man, I wish there was I more photos. I would love, to, yeah, I would love to hear photos and stories, but I would love to meet with a bunch of people and like do a walking tour through the theater and I want everybody to tell me what where things were when they came. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, as crazy as that sounds. Well, we were, we were talking with one. Where did you lose your virginity? <laughs> <laughs> Alanis. <laughs> That's the urban legend, right? That Alanis' song about, I believe the lyric is, Go down on in a theater. Oh, the, are you the, serious? The, the ur- I'm serious. The urban Uncle, Uncle Joey. That's about Uncle Joey from Full House, isn't is it? it? Okay, see, I've heard two but different it legends. Here? Well, she went to this is horrible. She she went to school in the Glebe. Yeah, she's about my age, and whether this is a complete fabrication or not, the rumor was that the 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 aforement the, they mentioned theater in that song in which lewd happenings happened was the Mayfair. Man, I do a good rendition of that song. I, I have no just, proof of that, but. But yeah, supposedly that's that's where it happened. But then somebody else oh. said it was Uncle Joey. But does that make that would have meant that she wrote the song after she? But was... But she's referring to another woman, right? When she says, "Yeah, oh, when, okay. yeah," I don't know. I like to think it's the Mayfair. She's like, <laughs> I like cheated on she at cheated the Mayfair. At the yeah. Mayfair. Uncle Joey had cheated on. Uh, Uncle Joey. Whoa, got... Uncle Joey. <laughs> Maybe Uncle Joey cut it out. Was he? <laughs> did he come to Ottawa? Were they dating? He I'm must so have. confused. Oh man, we should do this math. <laughs> okay, for the next podcast, we're gonna we're gonna like X Files. We're gonna have like a big bulletin board with like string attaching photos, yeah. and figure out where the uh, Alanis incident did or did not my, happen. My other favorite celebrity Mayfair legend is Tom Cruise lived in Ottawa for a little yeah. while as a yeah. kid. Yeah. In fact, I think we had the same uh, we had the same teacher, and. Um, he went to, he did the Stanley Kubrick tribute at the Academy Awards, and he's like, I remember seeing 2001 A Space Odyssey for the first time as a kid, but he called it the Mayflower. At the Mayflower, oh. at the Mayflower Theater. How dare you, Tom oh, Cruise. Oh, facepalm. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yeah. 
I just found out that, I don't know if it's true, that Ryan Reynolds and Rachel McAdams were born at the same Ottawa hospital. They were born in Ottawa? Does that, somebody said that on TV, and I'm like, are you lying to me? Are they both Canadian? He's Canadian, right? He's Canadian. Aren't both Ryan? They're both Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Somebody said that. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna we're, we're gonna spread more half truths and lies. I was born at a hospital lies. that doesn't exist anymore. Maybe they I were believe born I was well. born at the same hospital as Dan Aykroyd. Whoa, that's pretty cool what too. What hospital is that? The Grace. That's where I was born too. Whoa, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. <laughs> oh, really? We were born at a that's, non-existent that's hospital. Yeah. It goes, I, so I'm gonna go and look up all these lies I've spread, and see. This is not a research show. This is not a news program. <laughs> I only make up things. Never, never let the truth get in get in the way of a good story. Never. Okay, I think that's about it. On that, <laughs> on that note, on that note, we're gonna think up some more lies for next week. Yeah. Is there anything else we should we should mention or cover? I think we mentioned everything coming up. We mentioned the movies. We mentioned the Oscars. Uh, I think that's about it. Mayfairtheater.ca is our website. Yes. And we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and and go download the podcast a whole bunch of times and our popcorn is the best the best uh yeah so that's it we'll wrap you up and we'll I see you next so. week we'll talk about if we survive oscars yeah, night. If we survive yes. the oscars. <laughs> i'm sure we'll have lots of great oscar stories yeah <laughs> okay bye everybody all right see you later bye get more out of life go out to a movie